It's recording? Yo, yo, yo. Muddy Waters Podcast. Yeah. This your boy Shaq Sims. And I'm here right now with my guy Fart. Yeah. I don't want to call this man an artist because that would be pigeonholing him. Right. He does so many different things, bro. What What do you do? I just create. I just create content, man. I'm a, I am a visual artist. Okay. I'm a consumer, and a creative director. Uh, I'm an experience. That's it. A vibe. A vibe, but an experience, <laughs> man. Like a complete experience, man. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Like, where does that come from, though? Like, the confidence to say it, mm-hmm. but to actually be able to like back up what you say, because like coming into your crib. Yeah. It's so many different vibes in so many different rooms. It's different. Word, and I yeah. feel like this house fits you, bro. Where does that come from? Uh, Really just, like, taste, man. I, I really like uh, versatility and diverse feelings. Like, I be feeling a lot of different shit. I'm color-oriented. Um, so, an atmosphere can have, like, different elements. I want my crib to have that, too. This... This is the first home I ever had the opportunity to do that. Like, this is my grandmother's old home. Yeah. So her energy was there. I just built on top of that, made it mine. Yeah. Do you come from a creative family? Yeah. Uh, my mom is really good at interior design and shit like that. Okay. My dad knew how to draw. Uh, my sister can sing. My brother was always like inclined, like musically or taking pictures and shit like that. So it was just like it was there, and then my parents are also entrepreneurs. So it was like, you know, best of both worlds. The perfect mess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. That shit runs deep, bro. Yeah. I mean, um, drawing runs in my mom's side of the family. My grandma was like really in tune with herself. Like she she loved flowers and shit, like the decor here. She uh she had taste, bro. It's all taste, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the first creative thing that you did, like that you can remember? Ooh, okay. I won a talent show when I was like <laughs> in the fifth grade, yeah. and I sang "I Believe I Can Fly," and um, I wasn't even supposed to be in that talent show, man. Like they let me in, and then I won, so that was cool. But then, like, my brother would always kind of like find something he was interested in, and then I would kind of like find myself interested in it too. And I think drawing was that. Like, I used to trace coloring books and shit like that, and learn how to draw. I think, oh, Legos. Legos was it, too. Legos, like, were you building shit that you saw in, like, the magazines and stuff like that? Were you building shit that you had in your mind? In my head, like, like cities or just, like, uh, I had this uh, Spider-Man. You cities, nigga? Just, just, like, little shit that would be in the cities. Like, I had this Spider-Man with an Iverson jersey and an astronaut helmet and a jetpack and shit. It was just, like, that shit don't exist, so it's cool. I think that's that's where it started, them Legos, man. Damn. Video games. I like racing video games a okay. whole lot. Yeah. Wow. So what did you aspire to be as a kid? Was it always something creative? An architect. Wow. I wanted to be an architect real bad. What is it about architecture and artists, bro? Like Virgil. Yeah. He wanted to be an architect. Kanye wanted to be an architect and a producer. Like, what is it about that, bro? I hear a lot of creatives say that. Well, okay. So, like, when I think of architects, I think of, like, blueprints. And just that process, like you see a blueprint become something and then the sketching and shit like that. You got a team 
and then the way people interact with with whatever architecture brings is like you're building a home or you're building a space that people can enjoy however yeah. they choose so i guess that's that's probably the subliminal reason yeah yeah wow that's dope like what type of architecture did you want to do um i took this class that had some shit about like pillars like different kinds of pillars you got greek and all of that shit mm-hmm. i think i was just interested in in like the shapes arcs and shit like that but i think i grew out of that pretty quickly it was just new it was uh it was one of the things that when they asked you that back then you had the option of being an architect like mm-hmm. you know the, the little things where they ask you what you want to be when you grow up mm-hmm. that looked like the coolest thing it was the closest thing to an artist back then yeah so that's probably it did you always relate architecture to artistry like as, as a kid at that age nah. or looking back on it you like damn i see why like i wanted to be an architect nah it was I, something creative i got into wanting to be like a cartoonist but i never really knew i just i just knew i wanted to be like creative or yeah. you know like have some kind of creativity with it yeah yeah or like, how did your parents feel about that? Were they like down with it, like cool with that, or did they want you to be entrepreneurs? Because I'd imagine, you know, like you say, your mom was a creative, your dad yeah. was an artist, but I mean, they're not doing that shit today. Like your pops is an entrepreneur. I'd, I'd yeah. imagine your mom's an entrepreneur. Yeah. Were they like, you need to be about your paper? It's artist shit. Nah, they promise, support. Or they supported it. They supported everything. I I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Word. I'm still figuring out like how I'm gonna do. It's it's more a feeling that I'm chasing than. Like occupation, it's just whatever feels good. Yeah. So, those things I know would make me feel good. Now, do you grow out of feelings? Because mm. I'd imagine, like you know, artists, right? Yeah. They have a vision in their mind for their project, like an album, a mixtape, oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. once they put it out, that feeling's over with. They done mm-hmm. with it. Once they put it out in the world, they don't want to hear it no more. Yeah. They want to move on to some other shit. All like, time, do you bro. get over feelings? Like when it comes to certain things that you do. Cause I mean yeah. you're really dope at graphic designing. You told me earlier you're not mm-hmm. really painting like that no more. Yeah. So do you grow out of creative things to this day? I do, but I mean it's just the same energy. It's just like whatever medium I choose, right? Mm-hmm. I'm curious about it. So then when like that curiosity dwindles away, and I I feel like I'm not I'm not uh, perfect at it, but I'm good enough where I could just like do that shit at the drop of a dime. I'm bored, bro. So mm-hmm. I I try to like. I got a passion for learning shit. I got a passion for doing stuff non-traditionally or originally and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I get bored all the time, bro. It's actually what keeps me on my toes. Mm. Yeah. I feel the same, bro. Yeah. I feel the same, bro. bro. It's hard for us not to be bored nowadays. We got too many options like when it comes to interests. Yeah. You know? But when it comes to work and your mm-hmm. passions, you can get bored with them shits. Like yeah. It's easy, bro. Like, once yeah. you conquer it and you figure it out, because it's like a test, it's like a puzzle. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. like for me, like with editing videos and learning how to do that shit, mm-hmm. like I was so anxious to learn it and do it. Right. When I figured it out, it became second nature. That shit got boring. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But in your mind, you don't realize you're chasing something, but like you said, you're chasing a feeling. Well, you can find new ways to do it, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. like, you got bored with the way you was doing it. So, like, just do it a different way, then mm-hmm. find your passion again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't paint. The way I used to, but if I pick up some paint, I'm gonna treat it like I never painted before, mm. and I'm a like I'm a multi-medium type artist. So like I might paint for a little bit, use a crayon, might use a 
a collage like just mix it up but it's still like that paint information that's coming out mm. yeah yeah dope mm-hmm. so like in high school i knew you bro you was a fly guy man yeah you and your yeah. people man y'all <laughs> niggas was fly man like it, you know back then what was inspiring you because uh, you know you, you told me like the music back then was really inspiring you and stuff like that but what else yeah. was inspiring you bro, atlanta culture then? bro back then like 2008 2000, how were you seeing atlanta culture because you say you weren't like a computer nigga so yeah. how did you see like atlanta culture i went to atlanta a couple times and okay. then the music of course and then i was interested in like west coast culture mm-hmm. uh new york culture like i would say dipset uh the game and um who from atlanta was rocco i would say those three people probably inspired me the most fashion wise mm. when i say the game i mean just like all of the west coast people but it was just like the game was representing it at that time like the chucks and the dickies and all of that shit bro yeah just like crisp and then and then you had dipset which was like uh you had oversized looks and you had layers of shit to it or you had the belts and shit like that or tims or whatever yeah and then you had atlanta which was just like flamboyant more so yeah yeah like outrageous young dro type shit you know yeah so yeah all of those. Yeah. All of those things, man. <laughs> <laughs> they still influence that's me, bro. That's a good mesh, though, bro. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, bro. That's a good mesh of people. Mm-hmm. But it's all they all different, though, in their own way. Yeah. Man, you brought them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, back then, what were you aspiring to do? Because you always seemed like you were to yourself. Yeah. You just did your own thing, bro. Like, what was inspired? Like, what were you aspiring to do back then? Like, what was your future plans? Like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do when I get older. See, like, that's the thing, bro. I, I don't really think like that, man. I, Even I'm, then? Nah. It was a feeling. Like, I knew I didn't want to go to college. Uh, I knew I wanted money. Um, I knew I wanted to create, and I knew I wanted to dress and like hang out with women. So, like, whatever I could do to do those things, I was fine with. Were you sure of yourself like that back then? Like, it seems like you were. Because it um, seems like you knew exactly what you wanted. Like, did you <laughs> know you knew exactly what you wanted back then? Because, I mean, hindsight is nah. everything. You know what I mean? Like, you can look back and be like, damn, I was sure of myself back then. Or I wasn't sure of myself back then. Did you know, like, I'm sure of myself. Like, I know exactly what I want to do. I want to create. Yeah. I want to fuck bitches. And I want to get fly. Like, did you know that? Or was it just I like. I did know that. But I think. I was relying more on like the image rather than like within, you know, so I had to go through some shit to like rely on myself more so than my appearance, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. like that took some growth. Uh, It took, it took just like finding out what do you really like rather than like what you are conditioned to like, you know? Mm Like, back then, I just felt like I was really, really uh, unexposed to a lot, a lot. Like, when I when I speak, I'm talking about music, mostly. I was mostly listening to, like, fucking live mixtape shit. I wasn't listening to no... But, like, my relationship with music, like, I didn't listen to rap until I was in the fifth grade. I was listening to fucking... Like Outkast was probably Outkast and Ludacris was the first people I heard rap. Yeah. Before then, it was probably like some 
old school shit. My pops was playing Hootie and Blowfish too. Um, fucking Otis Redding and shit like that. It was just like it wasn't nothing that had a necessary image to it. It was just like music. So you know when you got yeah. accustomed to hip hop, it's like damn. Like, the image I'm was supposed there. to look like this. I'm yeah. supposed to dress like this. Yeah. I'm supposed to have this car like. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It does condition you in a way, though. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you'll be in the sixth grade feeling like you got to have a Benz or you ain't shit. Oh, like, I love Benzes. <laughs> like, I used to, man, I used to rap. Like, I used to talk about Benzes, bro. You did? I liked Benzes more than anything back then. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of Benz, though? Non-specific, bro. It was it was Benzes and pickup trucks and then Escalades. That's what I like. Everybody wanted to Escalade. Yeah, I wanted Early the Early 2000s, EXT. nigga. Yeah, I wanted the EXT. <laughs> Early 2000s, everybody yeah, wanted to bro. Like, I used to make them shits with the Legos, the fucking Cadillac trucks. Where with the emblem and everything? Something that looked like an emblem. Yeah. Like you can you got different pieces of shit like that. So mm-hmm. I used to I used to make it look like an Escalade. That's dope, bro. Yeah. You got any pictures? Nah, I might have a Lego someplace. I don't know if if it's at like my parents' crib or what. But I still got them pieces I'm telling you about. Yeah. That'd be dope, bro. You should post them shits, bro. I did a long time ago, bro. This is before Instagram was like a platform for business and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like you just post anything you find. Right, just whatever. Yeah. Put filters on them shits. Cause it bro, the cool. filters was ridiculous. That dog. shit was wild, bro. <laughs> I remember I had an Instagram page and I didn't even have no followers. Mm-hmm. I just used to edit my pictures and post them shits on Facebook. Like, I didn't even. Oh, know. Like, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. Edit them, like, put the filter on there just to post them. On right. Certain. But then when I look back, once Instagram started getting popping, I'm like, damn, I got 30, 40 pictures. Mm. No likes. Like, yeah. damn, I didn't even know these shits went on the internet. I thought this was just an editing, a picture editing platform. Oh, uh, it kind of it kind of was. Yeah, it really was, bro. I like, I used it. Like, I used to post poetry, man. And yeah. I used to post, like, less. I guess it was selfies, but, like, fit pics and shit like that. Yeah. Like, all of those. Um, but then, like, I seen Instagram transition to art, and I was like, okay, I can finally show my stuff on here yeah. and get feedback. Yeah. So, yeah. Were you using Tumblr a lot? Hell no, bro. I hated Tumblr. I hated, like, anything where you could just, like, get lost in that shit scrolling. Yeah. Like, Pinterest is, like, Tumblr for for adults now. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with none of that shit. It's just, like, a, I don't know, a, a black hole type feeling. Yeah. Know? So... Tumblr was a vibe, though, man. My brother, like, like I'm telling you, my brother used to really be exposing me to shit. So Tumblr was his thing. Uh, I used to more so fuck with like just YouTube and uh, music more than pictures. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Definitely. Like, as soon as I walk in the crib, there's music playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wow. So... At this time in high school, were you doing creative shit? Like, were you making, cre- like, painting? Were you writing poetry? Nah. You weren't doing anything creative. Nah. You I were, was, though. You was you was dressing. That was creative. Well, That's I'm how say, you expressed yourself. I'm going to say this. I was into music, so I was, like, rapping and shit in high school. Okay. Like, I don't know if you remember. Me and, me remember. and, me and Chance dropped the tape, bro. Like, I remember. That shit was my creative. Like, I did the cover in fucking Microsoft Word and shit. Um... I used to enjoy making like uh, playlists or mix CDs. I think it was mix CDs, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the playlist back then. Yeah, that was the playlist. <laughs> and 
honestly, yeah, just shopping, bro. Like, I, I, re- I really used to express myself with clothes, like, down to the earrings, bro. The Jordan earrings and all of that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that. Yeah. That was it. When did you start to get more creative? As time progressed. Because, I mean, been, oh, can I say anything? Yeah, go ahead. Been back then and been now. <laughs> different, bro. <laughs> yeah, been back then and been now is two different people, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, back then. He's still in there. Yeah. Yeah. But still, though, it's like, I wouldn't say it's a 180, but mm-hmm. it's like two different people. So, like, when did uh, you start to, like, come into your own and really start being more creative? Like, becoming an artist? Duh, I feel like I watched your, your uh, interview with, with Casey and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> and what he, what he said resonated, bro. These women inspire you. So, like, I had moved up to uh, Charlotte for, like, two years. I was pursuing art at the Art Institute. That wasn't my thing. I dropped out. But I was in a relationship that forced me to, like, grow and learn myself. It was was not toxic, but it was just, like, revealing to show me how much much I might not have been being true to myself. What happened? Well, it was was my first time living on my own. Well, with my brother, but, like, out of my parents' home. Yeah. and we just we just experienced some adult shit that, and I was still a teenager, you know, like mm-hmm. or still a young adult, twenties and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that time period, like just feeling all those emotions and shit like that, helped me create better. I was writing poetry. This is when that that fucking uh, shit was going on with like all of those uh, Black Lives Matter shit. Mm-hmm. So it was just like things felt dense, and it just turned me into an even like more vicious creator bro like i could express those things with color i could i could like get it tuned with my feelings and shit like that with uh 808s and heartbreaks that shit came out around that time so i was just in tune with what was happening and you had to let that shit out somehow i enjoyed letting it out it was it was like it was it was an experience of uh what could i make that kind of captures this or you know maybe somebody else could like understand this shit yeah so yeah wow so back then when you were doing it mm-hmm. when you started to create the art and stuff like that i mean you were going to the art institute living in charlotte and stuff like that were yeah. you thinking about money back then like making money from tra- like from the things that you were doing to express yourself and get it out were you thinking about money with, when it came to that art, or were you just like, "I'm gonna just do this and keep it in the crib"? Like, this is something for me. Oh, to this do. is this is funny, right? All right, so there's this chick named uh, Kayla, Mary St. Cloud. Uh, she did the first creative-based show here ever that I that I know about, bro. Yeah, it was a young generation that I never like. It was it was a generation of creatives that I had never known existed. People from Irmo. Northeast side, um, like just everywhere, and uh, that inspired me because I was able to sell some shit there. Mm. And then I was like, "Well, damn, you know, I can I can peddle this artwork." You know, um, there was people on Instagram that was sketching and just doing shit that inspired me. So yeah, I started thinking like, "Yo, I can make a living off of this and really like Paper Frank." I don't know if you know who that is. He's in Atlanta. He was a uh mural artists and markers and shit like that it was just like i was tuning into people that was actually making a living off of it so yeah i aspired to make dollars from the paintings yeah but you know um 
the market here ain't really nourishing that. Like, I hate vending. I hate standing up, like, flea market filling. Like, I would rather sell my shit without waiting for you to come over here and see my worth. Like, let me just present it to you, yeah. which is what the Instagram is, what the Instagram, like, presentation and market is. Yeah. You know? And if you like it, you buy. If you don't, yeah. fuck it, keep scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. I it's don't have to stand out. Like, I could just post it, yeah. put it out to the world, mm-hmm. just go on about my day. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing worse than, because I used to sell newspapers. Not mm-hmm. to compare selling newspapers to you selling your art. Cause that's it's all like hustling, different. bro. But I sold newspapers, bro, and there mm-hmm. was no worse feeling than seeing a car drive by or somebody asking you how much paper is. You talking about drive by, like, end, end of the summit? Get the, end of the summit. Yeah. I used to sell that shit everywhere, bro. <laughs> Hard Scrabble Road at the um, Dollar General. Yeah. But, like, you know, that standing up feeling, just waiting on the motherfucker yeah. to come. Yeah. It's, it's nothing worse than that, bro, because you seeing that 125 road by, like, yeah. that shit piss you the fuck off. Like, damn, yeah. bro. Well, you're not able to create a demand. Uh-huh. The, the internet you can create whatever demand you can you know like i think people like feeling included so you can interact and see like what they want um you can get feedback you can compare yourself to others without it being like money involved like when you're vending you're definitely being compared or competitive mm-hmm. but money is already at stake when you're on the internet you can compare yourself to others and like you're not m- losing money at at that moment, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or wasting your time. Yeah, it's, it's it's just like more convenient. Like I do graphic design now because there's no overhead but Wi-Fi and electricity. <laughs> I ain't gotta meet nobody. I don't have to uh, put out buku money for supplies and materials. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's no meetups, bro. It's just like I email you or you email me, and you cash at me, and then you know, like it's quicker. But it's still personal because you're working on that person's idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about that, though. Like, you mm-hmm. know, with the Internet making the world so small and creating a marketplace for people like yeah. you to share your art and be able to trade, you know, dollars mm-hmm. for your art and your work. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had somebody like play with you like that taught you a lesson? Because I'm sure, you know, when you first started doing it, you yeah. like, uh. Well, he wants to work with me. Like, you know, I'll do some shit for you. You send me the money when it's done. And the oh, yeah, I got burned shit. a couple times, bro. Yeah, like, talk about that first time that that happened to you, bro. It's emotional, man. Because you, like, you feel like you try to see the good in people. And you can't. Like, you got to treat everybody like you got something to lose. I got something to lose. I'm not going to be the one to lose. So, you send me a deposit. Like, I mean, I get burnt nowadays. But it's like. I know well not every not every transaction is money for service. Some transactions are for exposure or for uh portfolio like I don't really like that word but just just like just getting the work, you know, mm-hmm. but um you got to limit that and you got to pick your decisions wisely, but first couple times I got burnt, man, I was like Emotional, bro. Like she just, ride on the yeah. I was like, yeah, I know we, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, come on. Like, nah, I don't, I don't look out, I don't look out for people. And it was like, like this one dude, right? I did a painting for his baby mom, oh, right? Man. He paid me a deposit. He was like, yo, I get paid this day, but her birthday is this day. Cause you give it to me early, and then I pay you then. I was like, that makes sense. I know you. You know what I'm saying? I do it. He never paid me, bro. 
I wanted to pull up at his job, man. But it's like that's that's just something I gotta take that L because like I shouldn't have done it. A business transaction, you don't trust nobody. And that bro. nigga ain't talking to you to this day, huh? Oh no, no, like. It was crazy. A nigga run off on you about a hundred dollars and never talk to you again, bro. Yeah, that shit is wild, bro. Yeah, it, it was just like I took the L, bro. Yeah, it was nothing to like. Once I got over it, it was just like, well, don't do it again. Yeah, you know. Damn. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't hurt about it. Like, it's only when you need the money. I needed the money, so like, it was more like a desperate feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool now. Hmm. Yeah, so what's inspiring your art these days, bro? Other than the music, other, other than the vibes, other than the music, other bro, than the music, music, bro. Music be like inspiring me, man. I'm telling you, like what type of music is inspiring you? Music with this amount of fucking lyrics, like a vibe. You know, uh, I listen to French music. I listen to Saw Baby. I listen to like. Just outlandish stuff. I still listen to rap, but that's more so when I'm thinking about money, you know? Yeah. The other shit when I'm creating is more like electronic. Um, let me see. I just have to show you my playlist, bro. Like, it's it's very world sounding. It's very uh, experimental, timeless. And it's very high energy or it's lofty, like whimsical. Mm. So other than the music, I'm inspired by fucking, yeah, fashion. I'm still inspired by that. I'm inspired by uh, mm. wow, this is a hard question to answer, man, because I really, I really don't know. I know influences it's like all dealing with other artists and you know just like color theory and stuff like that but i kind of just pull from from within man like i create these these experiences that don't exist but they're based off our reality like those worlds and shit i i make i would travel to those places when i'm creating it i feel like i'm in those places like what places though like i mean i have to show you so I can I can show you this shit on my Instagram, and I can tell you what I was thinking about when I was making it. Like this right here. This is a dream type world, you know. Like this is my house, basically, where I live That's right now. Nice. Yeah, so it's like those little. Can I show the camera? Yeah, do the thing. You might want to post it or some shit and edit it or something. Yeah. So like those squares. Are dance floors where you can vibe out to that music that's like album covers and shit so it's just like an escape or certain shit is like emotional like this one right here I'm kind of breaking down my zodiac sign and astrology and shit and it's just like I love creating it where, where I pull these things from is like a combination of different sci-fi what does that mean that message right there are you still watching out for yourself yeah because you said it has a lot to do with your zodiac so are you saying that you you know put people before you put yourself sometimes or? i have for a long time bro honestly i'm new to being selfish in that sense i you you can be selfish and be selfless 
Like when you do shit for the feeling of it, that's mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. But it's a selfless act, right? Yeah. I used to be selfless. Like when my dad had the restaurant, that was me being selfless. But pursuing art was the first sense of being selfish. Yeah. And then I had to kind of stop putting other people's ideas before me. I still do, but it's like it's a way I'm doing it where it's selfish, selfishness in the selflessness. Mm. But um, me not wanting to be in relationships, that's selfish. Me not, uh, you know, taking people's advice sometimes is selfish or I'm, I'm a pretty considerate person, but like I have to, I have to be focused on me. Like if I go out of town and somebody is trying to do something and it's not exactly what I want to do, I got to do what I got what I want to do because I might not get that opportunity again. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if you don't make it. If you're trying to hold me up, I, I still got to go. I got to be there. You know, like I'm supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. What gave you the the I guess what do I call it? I feel like I know what self awareness mm-hmm. to notice stuff because most people aren't this self aware about themselves to know exactly what they truly want down to when they go out of town like I mm-hmm. want to do what I want to do because I may never get this again I may never be able to do this again like what yeah. gave you that bro like where do you get that from. Because, like, a lot of creatives that I meet mm-hmm. are very sure of themselves. Like yeah. If you look at Kanye West. Yeah. Like, he says what is on his mind at mm-hmm. all times. Like, if you meet... There's so many different creatives. I see them on the internet. I meet them in person. Yeah. And they're all, like, very sure of themselves, bro. Do you think yeah. that has to do with your creativity? Bro. Anybody that makes art knows that it's a fucking struggle. Each piece, right? You start off, you like... Hmm, I got this idea. You're thinking about it. How am I going to approach it? Strategy, right? You start making it, you're going to get discouraged. So you fight through it because, like, it's an ugly period. And then on the other side of that is like, okay, I pushed through. Now I like this piece. Now it's like, I like this piece enough to show people. So I just take that, that process and apply it to everything, bro. It was a struggle to get, like, in touch with myself. It was a struggle to honestly like I've been I've been motivated by my siblings. I want them to fucking know that you ain't gotta work no nine to five that you hate. My mama don't even work no nine to five like that no more. You know, cause my dad poured into her that knowledge. Um that shit trickled down into me. I want my sister and brother to do the same thing. So really my parents along with my experiences have pushed me. To just be like alert and aware and 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 present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'd imagine, <clears throat> was there ever a period in your life where you saw like your friends, people mm-hmm. that you grew up with, people that you went to school with, go to college, yeah, you know, bro. get like nine to fives, like you know, real jobs and shit mm-hmm. like that. Not to say your art isn't a real job. I'm not saying it like that, no, but like you think. know, clock in, mm-hmm. pension benefits, and all of that stuff. Like, was there ever a period where you looked at it and said, damn, I need to fucking do that? Like, nah. Never? I mean, I did. I, I did work jobs, but it was like, shit, I clock in, do the job. I was stubborn on the job because, like, I always had to let them know, like, this is not my passion. Like, I'm a great employee, but when I leave here, I'm going to do what I really want to do, mm. which is create. And uh, that's the reason why I wasn't 
ever really like like I only had like three jobs in my life, you know, and what was the worst one. The worst well, I guess four jobs if you want to count that one. I was dishwasher yeah. at Arizona's and Sandhills for like two months. But I just quit one day, bro. I was just like, Well, I'm going out of town. So I hope y'all got somebody, you know, and they was like, Well, you can't go out of town. What you mean? I can't go out of town, like I'm about to go out of town, so I lost the job. But other than that, like I'm a good employee until you start trying to like make me choose between the two. Like if I need off for an event, I I'm gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't have time to like tell you or you know like sacrifice someplace I'm supposed to be for a job, bro. Like it's just a job. Yeah. You know, like I'm a good worker. <laughs> so like if you want to lose me, that's fine. But I gotta be the, I gotta be here. Yeah. So. Try to hold yeah, it's man. Crazy, like how managers do that shit, bro. Yeah. Um. Luckily, luckily for me, like most people understand mm-hmm. my passion, you know. So I worked a sales job that I hated, but I was good at it. So, um, it worked in my favor. I was able to afford more than I could have if I was just doing art. Um. But then it came, like push came to shove, and. I moved down here and they wasn't being like understanding enough. I was living in Charlotte. I moved down here, and we just got into it, man, because they wouldn't transfer me closer. I'm like, I'm not about to drive an hour and a half for no job, bro. Like, oh, well, we need you. <laughs> that's backwards. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even making money driving that long. Yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now with being like that, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of pushback as far as. Maybe your parents might feel the way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not able to pay the bills sometimes. Oh, know, yeah. Then, I definitely you know went through saying? that, bro. Like, how is that, though? Like, how do you feel in that moment where you're not able to... Humble, bro. Do you ever feel humble. like, fuck, bro? Like, I need to do something different. Like, maybe I need to get a 9 to 5 and really humble myself. Nah, I can't, man. Like, dog. I've been... I so seem you always knew, like... That I didn't want to work for nobody. Because your pops is an entrepreneur, yeah, like you it, said. My dad can't work for nobody. I know I can't. Yeah. I can tolerate it for a little bit, but I'm going to tell you the worst part is the interview. Cause like, you got to fake it. Yeah, if I, if, I went to interview, if I went to an interview right now, I'm going to be like, yo, I don't want to be here, but I'm here. You need, the, you need the employee. I would do my best, but I don't need you. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Like, Let's cut the bullshit. I will work my ass off for you. But I don't care about this job. Just know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I have to do that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even own, like, a suit and a tie, bro. Yeah. No dress shoes. Because I, if I can't go, like, streetwear or, you know, comfortable, I don't need to be there. Weddings. Like, if you invite me to a wedding, I'm coming. I'm going to be, like, a little more formal, but it's going to be, like, casual formal. You know, mm-hmm. that's just, it's no disrespect. It's just, I don't like nooses. <laughs> I don't wear, <laughs> I don't wear fucking <laughs> collared, collared shits. Like, unless it's a flannel outerwear, like, I don't feel comfortable in slacks or church shoes and shit like that. Yeah. Not comfortable. So you wearing all black to the white party. That's you. You wearing all white to the black party. Five months ago, I would have said, yeah. yeah. But I started wearing all white every now and then. I got some of this chalk on my arms. So. Yeah. yeah. yeah I got some that wall will get you, bro. Yeah. But um, 
I started wearing all white. Um, every now and then, and I feel good in it. I feel like I'm dressed in all black when I wear all white. It's the same energy of just like blank. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. So these days, mm-hmm. what type of art are you creating? Cause. I mean, honestly, bro, like, I've seen your progression over the last couple of years. Been following Perfect. you for a while, my nigga. Like, you know, I remember you were doing, like, the little emoticons or emoji cons or whatever the hell. Like, I remember you made one for Freddie P. And you were oh, doing a lot of those shit. The little cartoons. But now your shit is more spacey. It's yeah. more, like, taking you into a whole nother world. Yeah. It's like the little characters that you would make, mm-hmm. that would be the whole picture and the background would be black. But now... Pop art. Now your shit is yeah. like the whole picture is mm-hmm. something like even with the last picture you showed me down yeah. to the little detail. Are you still looking out for yourself or whatever? Like, you know, just different things like yeah. that. Like every piece of it has something to do with the vibe of the picture. So, all right. This is the progression summarized. I was a pop artist when I first started. Right. What's a pop artist? When I first came up with the name fart and shit like that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about a pop artist, which is like uh, cultural but simplified, and it's just like yeah, just simplified. Like cartoons are simple; they're just like most times just one one flat color, couple different colors. But then I got into like this expressionist side, right? And that was like no figure, like no faces, just color and. And composition. Then I got into uh, let me think that that. Then I got into expressionism with figures. Then I was more so into like uh, a bunch of chaos, which is collages. Like what I'm doing now is collages. It's just a little more seamless. Mm. It's still collaging though, and collaging to me was a mixture of all of those other things I was ever into. And then. Um, let me see. Now I look at Instagram and the art I put out as like, this is a fucking phone, right? And this phone is only but so big and that square on that Instagram is only but so big. But what if it exists further than that? Like, if I give you a perspective, there's something on the side of that. Like, let me see. Uh, I think this is a good one. You can see what's happening just in that frame but there's shit coming from the left there's shit happening on the right so that makes that square bigger than that phone that you're looking at it on i see what you're saying because you're wondering where is that shark going yeah like it's more what to the hell it is that coming from this mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's what i didn't feel like i was able to do on a canvas like the canvas felt like like it had to, everything had to fit on there but like Working digitally and presenting it on Instagram, I just feel like I can make stuff exist outside of that box. Now, creating this different type of art, right? Mm-hmm. I'd imagine, you know, you had niggas like Freddie P hitting you up when you were making the cartoons and shit. I, I like <laughs> so you had different type of yeah. people hitting you up for different mm-hmm. type of art. Now, how are your DMs looking? How are your um, inquiries looking? Is it a different type of crowd of people that's hitting you up? Is it more corporate? It, okay, so what I love about Freddie P is he's creative and like he got he got this tenacity about him that like I don't like Freddie comparing. He got tenacity. Yeah, it, it's it's natural, bro. <laughs> it's P. natural. So look, 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 bro. I'm telling you, 
The whole time, <laughs> hey, the whole time, the whole time, six nine was popping and shit like that. I was like, bro, this is the formula that, like, niggas like this got, bro. Yeah. It's like, they, I don't know if they know they got it, but it's there. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't, I don't mind like doing business with a person like that if you know money's right and shit like that. Yeah. Because it's fun. And then my inbox now is like, you know, everything that's on my page, bro. People kind of respect the array of things I've showed them I can do. I'm not going to draw a lot of cartoons because I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy doing, you know, like that, that kind of work as much anymore. I don't like doing like don't ever jump in my inbox asking me to do something that somebody else did because yes i can do it but I, why would i want to do it you know <laughs> you got all of this to choose from and you want me to do something that somebody else did yeah um but my inbox go crazy man like i'm really thankful that i don't have to do a whole lot of obvious marketing because my referral program my my referrals really speak for me like i'm big on professionalism and a good customer uh, experience. Damn, that, that word is my favorite word because today. Nah, experience. But like, I'm going to treat you like a person should treat you that appreciates your business. Yeah. You know, and I'm still going to be real with you. I'm not going to do nothing that I wouldn't personally uh, support. Or if I do, you're going to know, you know, like I repost everything that I support. Everything that meets like my taste level, uh-huh. um, and I support a lot of shit that I do. Uh, but I, I got like a personal goal of two hundred dollars a day, and you know, like last year it was a hundred dollars a day was my goal. Um, so it's just like the more of my goal that I reach, the more that I feel like I'm getting wherever I'm supposed to be. Like I've only been full time for a year. Before then, I was kind of like, you know, struggling, bro. So how has that, um, <clears throat> you know, full-time year been? Like being full-time. Has it been rough? I'd imagine it's been rough. I'm asking the dumbass question. That year has been yeah, rough? Yeah, full-time, bro. Like, I'd imagine Not at all, is, bro. Really? Not at all, dog. Like, I did it when I was supposed to. If I had tried to go full-time, realistically. And honestly, I don't even, like, I had to, minim- I had to learn my spending habits. I've never been like a jot it down type person, but I know what kind of food I like to eat, how much I like to go out of town, how much I typically spend like on clothes and shit. I had to really realize that and then I had to minimize like my expenses. Like I lost my car in in the process of this journey. Like shit got repo at my parents' crib. This was when I quit that job, right? So experiencing that, it was like, all right, well, that wasn't a necessity. It was like an obligation. It was like, you don't want to create obstacles for yourself so you can't be out there doing what you want to do. So mm. I had to like cut down on what I was paying per month. I had a challenger and shit, like paying $400 a month and shit like that, like yeah. before insurance. Flexing. Why, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Like, Was it a Hemi? Nah, it wasn't him. It was, it was a, a base uh, model? No, no, no. It was RT, but it had like the rally package and all of that shit <laughs> on it. It was damn near like, but it wasn't a Hemi, nah. Yeah. But I love the fuck out of that car and every day what I was reminded. It? it was silver with stripes, bro. Like, don't you give me that 
Don't get me started. It was just one of the sacrifices, right? Yeah, yeah. But it humbled me. Yeah. Because when I got the car, I, I felt myself get arrogant. I was like, y'all, I'm an artist. Or I, I make art, and I'm driving a, a Challenger. It's like an oxymoron. Like, people expect artists to drive, like, hoopties and shit like that. So yeah. I, I was feeling myself, but, like, I was humbled, bro. Yeah. So what I drive now, it's like, you know, what it, what I need to be driving for right now. Like, if I'm thinking about moving to New York, I won't even need a car. So why would I invest in a car right now? If I'm a move to a place where public transportation is like the norm, um, I had to shit. Yeah, just like I eat in, you know what I'm saying? I love to cook. I could afford to eat out, but like when you eat out, you're paying for the experience. Boom, another word. Mm-hmm. Um, you're paying for. Especially at Chick fil A. Yeah, That's yeah, a good yeah. Experience, yeah. nigga. Well, you just you just paying for like <laughs> less less leftovers. You paying for you got a tip, bro. It's just like stupid shit you paying for that you can minimize. So mm-hmm. this this uh first year by my like on my own is like really good, bro. You get to determine what you want to do, what you want to live, how much you want to make. Like you determine everything, bro. It's not like my dad said when you work for somebody. Your income determines your lifestyle. When you work for yourself, your desires determine your lifestyle. When did he give you that game? Before you became an entrepreneur as a kid? Nah, like last week. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Pops. I I spend time. He can't give you all the sauce, man. Nah. He got to slowly give you the jewels. He got the books, bro. Yeah. He he need to like write a book, at least one. Yeah. Like a memoir type shit. So, yeah. He fully supports what you're doing. Hell yeah, but... He's proud of you? He supported me once he saw the money. He supported me, like, fully once he saw the money. Because he don't know how to use electronics the way we do. He doesn't... He he can't make the logic out of it. Just the way, just like I can't make some logic out of his ideas until I see it happen. Like, mm-hmm. business endeavors and shit. Like, he's got a, a shuttle service right now. We got an oven cleaning business together. Um, that I help him with periodically. But, like, I can't see those things until they're, like, damn, they're about to happen. He couldn't He couldn't see me making this shit until, like, he started going out and people be like, oh, you fart, Dad? Like, oh, fart, da-da-da. I invite him to some events. Like, he, he just kind of can see it. So, yeah. That's dope he's able to see it, though. Yeah. Well, I, I had a goal for my grandma to see me make it. But she passed, like, to I think three years ago, so now like the new goal, new goal is just for my parents to see that shit. Man. Yeah, yeah. She my, proud of you though. Yeah, she, I mean I feel her. I feel her when I'm in the yard. I feel her like when the seasons change and shit like that. So she's still there, but yeah. I wanted her to like reap some of the benefits of that. Right. Yeah. Now, when did you get your first big check? My first big check. I I don't consider no. No check what big the biggest yet. check you've gotten biggest check I've gotten and what did you do with it I ran I probably ran through it bro or just like oh no 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 okay that check is what got me off the ground I bought a computer okay this was before I was making uh well I learned illustrator at my homeboy's house on his computer but with this computer I, I learned photoshop um what else did I invest in? I, I probably went out of town, bro. Like, 
I use that to travel because like as an artist or as an entrepreneur, you can't really see a check coming until you have it because people be playing with money like big checks like that. So I, t- I probably took that opportunity and just like went out of town. I think I went to New York for a little bit. You just stayed at like you stayed out there indefinitely. No, just enough to get inspired. Okay. Yeah, every time I go out there, I I, I channel shit. Like, you can channel colors, you can channel shapes, you can channel um, numbers. Like, so I pick up I pick up shit when I'm in New York. Just like fashion, bro. Traveling changed my fashion every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Seeing different shit. Mm-hmm. Going I to can't, different stores. Yeah, I can't say I, I spent that check on anything specific. Like it was part of a project, so I had to put some of it towards that, and then like I, I probably just caught up on some shit, man. That was I don't even remember. Have you done some nigga shit with your paper yet? Like nah, like I don't even wear jewelry like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, just some nigga shit. Period. Like I don't know. Like you no, know, just some nigga shit. Nah. Not like really. Nigga shit like pop a bottle in the club. Or I ain't a club type. Like if it ain't no f- creative or money behind it, bro. Like the club, the club ain't my scene, man. Like okay, it's too, it's too like, it's too. I don't know, bro. Like you can get inspired by them sparkles, nigga. Nah, you never know, man. You nah, get inspired I inspired by them sparkles, man. I've go been to Starless in New York, man. Next time you in New York, go to Starless, man. I mean, I you like get seeing... inspired by that shit, man. Them big asses. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. That shit feel like I'm paying for that shit, bro. Like, you you paying for that shit. You buying drinks and you shit, You are, but bro. you paying like, with experience, my nigga. I'm cheap. I'm cheap, bro. I'll sneak a bottle in the club, man. Like, I'm not about to pay no $30 for two Patron shots and shit like that, That's man. And then, like, I just never really enjoy myself in the club, bro. Yeah. I like shooting pool. Yeah. I like bars, but a club, nah. Yeah, I feel you. Nah, like, I yeah, it don't be, it don't be free enough, man. Well, it's not my idea, of free. Yeah. Yeah. Too much going on. Just not for me, man. Yeah, everybody is like trying to be cool, like they're trying. To that's party. the. That's, that's how I feel about the club. I don't like the club. I like bars. And that's what I'm getting at. Just like, like you pay all this money and you just like just standing there, bro. Like, I mean, I, I go to talk. I like having meaningful conversations. I like um, learning something. Like, if I'm in a setting like that, I want to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Or I want to, uh, you know, like, meet some people that I know from the internet or some shit like that. Like, yeah, just make it meaningful. Yeah. You don't want to waste your time. For real. Yeah, because yeah, I like working, bro. I'd rather be at home working than in a club, man. Yeah. That's how you know you really love what you do. Bro, I love working, bro. Any of my friends will tell you, like, when we go out to eat, like, I keep my laptop in my, my tote or whatever. I pull the shit out while we wait on food because it's like, oh, let me use this opportunity. Like, they hate that shit. They hate that I can't really pull away from it. But, like, they don't understand when you're a freelance entrepreneur, you work all the time, bro. Especially when you work from home, man. You don't, like, that shit fuck with your sleep. You just... Cause you're just thinking about like anytime I'm spending money, I, I gotta earn that money back. It's no money coming unless I don't earn it. I mean, it's no money coming without me earning it. Mm-hmm. So my next step is like commerce, shit that can just sell by itself, like merch and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where does the name fart come from? All right. Um, back when I was doing the pop art, 
Um, I had like my hair, like you know, everybody had like that drop fade. So I had my shit. I thought that looked like Bart Simpson. Mm. So the girl I was dating at the time, she was like, um, like I used to fart around her, bro. Like that's what people do. So she started calling me Fart Simpson. I dropped the Simpson, and then like over time, like the name means you only fart around people you love. Um, fart like this one lady was like, does it mean fine art? And I like I like that. Um, it's honestly just a humble way of me saying like you know like I feel like I'm the shit, but like I'm humble. You know that's what a fart is. And then um, it's one more. Let me see. Yeah, it's just unforgettable, bro. It's it's a word where if you say it, people feel something. Either they ask me again because they they want to pretend like they didn't hear it. Or it's like, well, do you feel like, why you feel that way about yourself, bro? Like, it's a word. Why why not? You know, and then on uh, the PDF, like, we're walking, talking data. We, we got secrets and desires and ambitions and shit like that. So a PDF file is just a compressed, big-ass file. That's what we all mm-hmm. are, you know? Yeah. So that's it. Philosophical term or whatever. That's dope. Yeah. I thought it was just some artist shit. Like, I don't know, man. I just felt like naming myself that. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of is. felt like it was like, a dope name. <laughs> that's what it began with. But yeah. you, you give it meaning or people give it meaning over time, man. So, mm-hmm. I love when people be like, yo, that's some fart shit. Or certain people won't call me fart. They'll call me B- PDF. I like Farticus. Like, all of those names. Is, I don't know if I'll grow out of it. I used to think, like, it was a nickname I'll grow out of. But... I really can't see like me having another name. Yeah. Yeah. Fits you, man. Now that you appreciate it. Now that you give it that yeah. meaning, man, it fits you, dog. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, you know, how, how do you feel about yay? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I, I just feel like you give me yay vibes, not in a bad way, but yeah. just like how sure you are of your art like how much you care about your art like yeah you're all about the art that's all you care about is the art you know what i mean like what how do you feel about yay like yay is um does he inspire you a little bit yeah i think he should inspire all of us whether it's positive or negative he should inspire us like just to like be man like impact like provocative i think he was more known for being provocative but like that's all we fucking pay attention to now like some shit niggas respect yeah like i mean um kanye hadn't always been an influence but i feel like he does a great job of like summarizing a period in time so like when you think college dropout whatever that was a time like his music does that very well it's like very well planned and then it's a lot of suspense and shit so i admire those things i admire like him knowing that people are only gonna know you for one thing and try to box you into that and then like you just gotta do whatever you wanna do. Like I was one of the first people in Columbia that was painting and I got known as a painter, but it's like I never said I was a painter like you said that. I'm whatever I wanna be, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh uh with Kanye, I don't know, he just does whatever he wants to do and I like doing that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like with Ye, um, I feel like he's the complete opposite of like 
capturing the time like he does it on purpose. I feel like Ye just does what he does, mm-hmm. and then we just remember that time. We identify the time with the music because it was so impactful for that time. Like mm-hmm. Pablo, right? Like yeah. I feel like he just came up with a bunch of dope songs, put yeah. it out, and then we just remember that time because it was such amazing music. I don't think he intentionally did okay. that. I feel like Ye just does what the fuck he wants to do. Yeah. Like he just does what he wants to do, bro. <laughs> but this is this is what I mean. I, like, I don't think he shit is that calculated. Like, I really don't, bro. Like, just seeing him in interviews yeah. and seeing him on TMZ and right. like he just seems like a really sporadic dude. He just does what he does, and it's just that dope. So to what? Where, I, what I'm saying is like not calculated, but intuitive. Like I'm highly intuitive, so it's like if you feel like these influences in this period when you was making this music and you ready to move on to the next that's intuitive of like this is a period ending i definitely see what you're saying though like he, he kind of creates that period but the inf- the the uh events taking place in that time influenced him so it's like one can't happen without the other mm. is what i'm saying i see exactly what you're yeah saying. yeah because like i remember saha said when he was in the studio with yay <clears throat> A nigga had on Balenciagas and he used Balenciagas in the song and he gave the nigga writing credit. But that's like a timestamp. Oh, was shit. wearing Balenciagas back in 2010. Them yeah. shit was hot when he made My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Right. You see what I'm saying? But that's like a timestamp for that time. But it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, it's so, like you said, just in the moment, he's capturing that moment. So mm-hmm. when he puts it out, it's like, damn, that nigga talking about Balenciagas. That nigga talking about yeah. motherfucking. Barry Bonds, he talking about right. this, he talking about that. He got most deaf on the song. Mm-hmm. Like he got Todd Dollar Sign. He got Saha the Prince writing for him at yeah. this time. Like he just picks the things in that time that's the most impactful and he uses that for inspiration. I definitely see what you're saying, bro. Yeah. It's like I think he's good at creating a moment. Yeah. You know, um Like even with the Madison Square Garden shit, like I everybody remembers where they were when Pablo dropped. Yeah, it's like every single dropping. motherfucker, bro. <laughs> like I swear to God, bro. Yeah. I don't know why that album was so impactful but it was bro and i wasn't even on yay like that back then like you know what i'm saying i had yeah. kind of fell back from yay but when that shit dropped it was like oh my god yeah then when i saw that show mm-hmm. that was the best experience i ever had bro damn the best did you go to the pablo tour nah i like bro i'm i've been to like less than five concerts bro really? that's something that i need to work on but it would inspire you some shit like that would definitely know, inspire you bro Cause like the nigga had the floating stage, yeah. and like the lighting, the lights were kind of similar to this shit right here. No, like I definitely the, I've seen it. It was crazy, bro. Just not in person. Where, what city you went to? In Atlanta? I went in Nashville. Oh, word, word, word. The most unlikely of places, bro. Yeah. And he did a classic rant See? about Taylor Swift. Moments, bro. The shit Moments. was crazy, bro. And I was like, my goodness, like mm-hmm. if I was a rapper, this shit would inspire me to get in the booth. Yeah. The shit was dope as fuck. Like. Yeah. Kanye West inspires me. Kanye West and Future inspire mm. my podcast, bro. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, I need to know that. <laughs> so, look. <clears throat> I look at my podcast as art. Like, every single one that I do, I look at them as, like, a song, right? Mm-hmm. Kanye, we- Kanye, Future, and Russ. Okay. I'm going to tell you why each one of them. So, with Kanye West, like, he treats everything like, you know, it's the most important thing in the world like he treats him like his kid so every episode that i do yeah. like i edit it myself mm-hmm. i record it myself i do everything myself i distribute them write the captions like i don't let anybody do any of that shit if a nigga right. try to give me some input i don't want it yeah you can give me input after i put it out but don't give it to me while i'm doing it right type shit 
So that's why Kanye West inspires me. Mm-hmm. And then Future inspires me because, like, how consistent he was. Yeah. Like, I remember when Future was, like, rapping Dirty Sprite. Bro, then he came out with Honest, right? Future, one of my biggest inspirations, too, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, but I compare this second run of the podcast to when mm-hmm. Future went on his second run with Monster, mm-hmm. um, Beast Mode, yeah. all of that shit. Because before, I wasn't taking this shit serious. Okay. But now I'm taking this shit super serious. So I'm like staying super consistent, bro. Like mm-hmm. every week I'm coming out with an episode. Yeah. Sometimes I'm coming out with two. The series I did, mm-hmm. did five episodes in one week. Like I felt yeah, like yeah. future. Yeah. Like when future dropped all the mixtapes, that's how I felt. Right. Because right. I'm like, I got to show these niggas I'm serious, bro. And the only way you to really to. get my name out there is to really stay consistent, bro. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that's what future did when he made his comeback. And now future's a big star. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I have to do with my shit. And then Russ inspires me too because he's a DIY. Like his whole mm-hmm. approach, he raps, he engineers, he makes his own beats. He keeps the shit in house. He does everything himself. So I feel like Russ, like I can mm-hmm. do this shit all myself. Everything, every aspect of this shit. I learned gotcha. every aspect of this shit, bro. That's that's respect, bro. I, I honestly feel like you don't have an option than to be DIY coming yeah. from here. Yeah. Like that's why. We have an advantage, and, and you won't really realize that until you get out. Like, I love seeing people leave the city because that's when you realize, like, we have something. Mm-hmm. And um, people know it, but I don't think, well, it's not that I don't think they want us to know it. They don't want us to know it because that's how you can access it better. But, bro, that's solid. And, uh, yeah, man, I, re- I can relate to that. I don't know much about Russ. I see people talk about him. I don't like his music. Yeah, I'm, but I see people talk about him in the light that you just did. Mm-hmm. And that is what I respect. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly he's got something, you know, like, that my homies can relate to. Yeah. I can identify with it, bro, because, you know, it sounds cool, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're a rapper. You own 100% of your music. Right. Right? But everybody wants to own 100% of what they do. Right, you're mm. an artist. You want to own it all. You're a rapper. You want to get the most of your shit. Yeah. You're an employee. You want to get the most of your check, right? Mm. But at the same time, you got to earn that right to be able to do that. Yeah. So with me being a podcaster, I can't expect 100 percent of my money if I don't engineer my own shit. I got to yeah. pay somebody to do that. What? I can't expect to have 100 percent of my YouTube rights if I'm letting a nigga shoot my shit for free. Like, he don't want to put it on his own shit. So it's like, if I want to own this shit 100%, I got to do it all myself. And that's, that's what really taught me that because that's what held me back for so long. Like, I was like, you know what? Relying I'm going to get you. a nigga to do my video shit. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, how the hell am I ever going to be a boss if I don't do this shit myself? Now I got to learn this shit myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's what that shit really showed me, bro. So listening to his music and his interviews and shit, mm-hmm. Cause I like a couple songs by Russ, but I don't bump that nigga on the regular. But he got a song yeah. called "What They Want," and mm-hmm. he was saying I'm a DIY pioneer. Like I do this shit myself. I dig it. Was like, Damn, that shit is crazy, bro. Yeah, it sounded to me like you saying cut out the middleman. Basically, and just do it yourself, bro. Like I'm the middleman. Huh? I'm the middleman. You the middleman? Yeah. But no, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, bro. What you do is not the middleman, though. It's, it's not the middleman, bro. You are the man. I feel you like you make niggas' vision come to light, bro. Like, yeah, I can't make a fucking cover for my shit, bro. Like, I, I can't uh, I do you. it, bro. I you see you. what I'm saying? Like, I can't do it. Okay, I got you. You see I what I'm you. saying? I mean, people that care ain't going 
like do it themselves if no. they're not able to. But there are some people that will come to me. They want to do something, and it's like they take the shortcut, bro. But it's like you you hurting yourself. No, <laughs> I will say that I I'm appreciative of everybody that has ever done business with me because that means they believe in themselves. I feel like working with me is like you got an idea. I know you can understand my idea for my idea. It's not like a variation of my idea. It's my idea. Like, and then show that shit to me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll be trying to do. Like, I'm a medium. So to me, that's like a middleman between your idea and getting it out. Okay. thought you meant like a real middleman. Like, that's know, the realest one. Like the middle, like, you know, the real. No, 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 I got you. Man. I got you. I'll be telling people, yo. Nigga, I want some weed. All right, cool. <laughs> Nigga. Nah, I got $20. you. $20. I got you. <laughs> I'm going to take it to my man. He's going to give it to me for 15 I'm going to keep 5 Like, right. I thought you meant like that middle man. Nah. Like, nah. nah, nah. You ain't the middle man. You are the man. Because, I mean, it. at the end of the day, you know, a nigga can't really. I feel like you can really get a nigga idea out there. Like, you can really put a nigga idea on canvas. Whether it's on the computer or on mm. paper. Like, you can really do that shit, bro. Because that's what you do. You can channel that shit. Yeah, and it's 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 some advice in there too. Like I'm not gonna, I'm gonna give you my expertise, opinion on like, or just ask the right questions so that maybe you'll think of it. Maybe you'll think of like different scenarios that I could think of in a second because I've like been faced with this before. I'm gonna just ask you that question so you you know like you can feel more confident in it being your idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever turn down work? Yeah, like a nigga come to you with the bag. I ain't saying the bag bag, cause of course for the right bag, yeah. nigga might do anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had, I hadn't, <laughs> hadn't experienced that yet. But like, if a nigga come to you, like he coming to you for like your regular rate, like mm-hmm. let's just say hypothetically speaking, you charge five hundred dollars right. for a graphic, right. and a nigga come to you, like I got five hundred dollars, but I want you to do this whack ass shit, right. and he not trying to budge. Have you ever like turned a nigga down? What's the scenario? He's got five hundred. He got your fee. You charge five hundred dollars. Right. That's your regular fee. He got the bread. Well, he got this idea he want to do. Yeah. But you not with it. You like this shit whack, bro. Like I'm not putting my name on this whack ass shit. And he not trying to budge. If if it's whack, I wouldn't want you to pay five hundred dollars for it. But five hundred dollars is your fee though. That's how much you charge for that. I'm throwing a number out. Oh no no no! I got you. I got you. But I think I think what you asking is like. Um. Okay, here's the only time I would turn down something if it's not true to myself, like the integrity is not there. Yeah. Or if you asking for some ridiculous expectations, like y'all need this in three hours. Well, no, I can't do that. You know, like it's not possible. Like, why would you even wait till the last minute? Or, or um, if it's just something I don't believe in, you know, um, if it's something that I'm gonna be embarrassed by or ashamed of, then nah, just like. Just got to stay true to my morals as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, but I had I hadn't had that happen where it was like, yeah, it wasn't presented in that way. But I, I turn down business occasionally if I feel like I'm not the right person for it. Like. Damn. Yeah, like. Even as a freelancer? Yeah, you got you to gotta know when to say no, bro. God damn. Because like. Um, I don't like illustrating. Yeah. It's just not fun to me, man. Like, I'm not one of those, like, if I had a Wacom or something like that, it might be a little more, if I had a different style, but I have, like, a pop art style, or 
a very clean style. It's not messy on the computer. Um, so when I'm asked to do that, yes, I'm capable. But sometimes I have to say, like, I'm not in that mindset. It's going to take a lot for me to get into that mindset. You know, like, it just wouldn't be worth that that inner uh, struggle to get this idea out. Mm. Let me refer you to whoever. I do refer people that I think would be the better better person for the job. Because that money going to come from someplace else. Like, yeah. That's just a lump sum of money, but I can get two clients and make that, you know, doing what I want to do rather than that. What about them days when you got to eat ramen, though? Like, man, fuck. <laughs> I don't really. This nigga came with the bag. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try to channel this shit. <laughs> Burn some sage. Yeah, like, like now, <laughs> now, if I'm desperate, you, you do more f- for it. But, like, even then, sometimes it's a lesson in that. Like, mm. like, you could say yes and you not get what you would have gotten if you had said no. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so I do, I do stuff that I have to do all the time, man. All the time, bro. Like, some people got some whack ass ideas, bro. But like, if I'm if my money is low, I gotta get, I gotta get out of the hole. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, I I make the best I can do with an idea that's not the best. Mm. It's still gonna look good. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, some people send me photos to make a collage, and it's like blurry as shit, or it's just not the best quality. Or you know, like if their budget, sometimes I ask people their budget. If their budget is lower than what I charge, and I can't give you what I would have given you if you paid the full price. Like you get less revisions, or you get like the bare minimum of what I could do. Yeah, yeah. It's like take it or leave it, nigga. Yeah, it's still good though. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna. Yeah, you ain't gonna put, put nah. Up. You, I would never say you would put some bullshit out there because nah. you got some fire shit. Like your your your, your work is dope. Appreciate it. Work is dope as fuck, bro. And I Appreciate get a feeling it. every time I see some of your shit. That's you get a warm feeling. Sometimes you get a dark feeling. Yeah. Sometimes you get a light feeling. Like like music, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the music coming through. Yeah, that shit is dope, bro. So what's next for Fart? Like what's next? Well, I'm trying to be a household name, man. So whatever that takes, like. I want to be in touch with, with Columbia. My parents live here and shit. Siblings. But uh, I definitely out, I've outgrown this place like several times. And uh, even though I'm saying that, there's some things about this place that like I'll always come back to. You know, like um, the comfort of being at home or just like shit. It's... The Parkway. No, I'm just looking <laughs> Freddie P. <laughs> nah, it's, it's just like the famili- familiarity. I got a lot of memories here. Yeah. I know a lot of people here. Like, I ain't ever just going to turn my back on something that's got that much shit mm-hmm. of my life in it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely am ready to go. Uh, I'm not no city dweller. I love the city, but I love nature. And, like, you can't find the nature in a city like that like nature to me is time to think in a different way than you would in the city in the city you kind of being on your toes and you know like you're trying to fend for yourself and be alert rather than relax mm-hmm. yeah constant hustle and bustle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Ain't no sweet tea, no grits, you know oh man that's why that <laughs> should be temporary bro <laughs> yeah I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I went to New York. This lady was like, y'all eat grits down there, ain't it? Man, I don't even I talk like, about what? grits when I'm up there, bro. Like, I know I ain't got it. 
and uh, I'm not gonna find it. So unsweet tea, man. That shit is wild, bro. Niggas really yeah. drink that shit, bro. Yeah, not not me. Them niggas got one tea urn, bro, in the restaurant, bro. One tea urn, not two. Yeah. You know, usually it's a sweet tea and an unsweet tea. Them yeah. niggas got one tea urn, nigga. Yeah. Straight unsweet tea, man. That shit is Man, wild. I be tearing up bodegas, bro. Like, I don't even got time to be drinking no damn tea in no restaurant. That shit, wow, man. So, tell the people where they can find you, bro, to check out some of your dope art. Like, if they yeah. want to inquire. And don't hit this nigga up talking about, yo, Shaq, my homie. Like, I seen him <laughs> on your podcast. Like, whatever, whatever. Like, nah, man. Y'all come at him right, man, because he got dope art for real. Appreciate it. I'm really on Instagram more than anything i might i'm about to get active on twitter again but fart f-a-r-t dot pdf that's it follow him man appreciate you though and y'all niggas like i said i'm gonna try to lowball this man this man got fire art appreciate you are you soundcloud rappers <laughs> you want him to post pictures of your dead homies with pistols and gold chains on with angel wings and shit that shit dead <laughs> damn but nah man Appreciate you for coming Appreciate on the show, you, bro. Man. Thank I you. really enjoy this, bro. Write your shit on this. Yeah. Let me let me write it on yeah, there. On camera, bro. Like, on camera. Should have had that shit up there from the jump, to no be cap. honest, man. Let me see. What should I do with that right here? Yeah, you could write there. Muddy waters, yeah. Yeah. Feel like I'm holding panties to the side. It's just stamp. Yeah. A moment in time. Make that R a little bit more. So people can see that shit when they Yeah. Got you. My handwriting is terrible. You good, man. Muddy Waters Podcast. We out.